Welcome to episode 38 of the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast for the Graceful Empty Nester. So glad you're joining us today. We all have our preferred support system when it comes to our family dynamics. Some moms share their experiences that they're having with their kids, with their friends and family, while others keep it to themselves. Either way, this experience can sometimes be uncomfortable, even if it's coming from a well-intended person or when it's coming from somebody that's just being nosy. Sometimes people are just curious people and they want to know the details. I'm going to be sharing in this podcast what to look for and some strategies on how to respond to these questions that you don't feel comfortable answering. Are you a mom who's been taken by surprise and finds herself struggling with her adult child? Well, it's time to grab a pen and notebook because I'm about to share some insider information that will help you navigate through this challenging phase. I'm Kim Damon, a mom, a life coach, and an Enneagram coach. I specialize in helping moms of adults in rediscovering the connection with their adult kids. Just imagine mom stepping into a state of drama remission with your adult children. Together we'll build a life grounded in grace and the peace that comes from truly knowing who you are as a midlife woman and a mom. Make sure you visit my website, the link is provided in the show notes, and grab your free course, Thriving in a Divided Family. It's packed with valuable insights. I felt like this episode would be a good follow-up to last week on being stuck in the middle of conflict, because I briefly talked about sharing your personal experiences or your opinions or your comments that you have with your adult children to another person and creating an even bigger obstacle to overcome. Many moms have experienced this firsthand after sharing their pain with someone else. It can shut you down from being vulnerable, causing you to isolate from other people. And we don't want that. We need to understand really what the risks are of sharing the struggles that we have with our kids with other people. While I believe that most people are well-intended with their motives, people could repeat what you say and it could get back to your kids. I'm not sharing this to create like fear in you or an unsafe place for you to share what you're going through because actually I encourage people to find someone to talk to. But I just want to open the dialogue up because there are a lot of common problems that I hear from other moms that I think that you should be aware of if you're not already, unfortunately, aware of these. A lot of times we share things and, it's, and it happens because the conversation begins with a well-intended or just plain nosy question or comment about our families or our children. So let me go through what I hear a lot of times. I I hear this casual inquiry, like they might casually ask, hey, have you heard from your son lately? Or maybe they seem really concerned, 
and they pretend to be concerned and say, I heard something about Stacy. I hope everything is okay. That's kind of my first red flag, but that's just me. It could be them offering information. They, they might start by sharing a small piece of what they do know and then expect you to share something else to add on to it. They could say something like, I noticed that I haven't seen you posting any photos of your grandkids. Is everything okay? You could have some sort of shared interest with them that they might know about, and they might express the shared interest in a topic like our adult kids, or the person subtly probes for more information. Maybe they make an outright statement to you to elicit some reaction. They might come up and say, hey, I heard your kids aren't talking to you, wanting you to respond to it. They might act as like the insider. They have the insider knowledge. They might come up and talk to you about a situation as a way to bait you to gossip about your kids. Maybe they give you a leading question. They might ask you questions designed to steer the conversation towards you talking about your situation. They might say something like, I think kids now these days, these millennials, they really cause a problem for their parents, don't they? Expecting you to go with that and start in on your story. They might be appealing to curiosity. They might just create this outright drama, intentionally creating drama or tension around a situation that you know you have. Like they're engaging in active gossip about this. Or it may be something totally innocent. They might come up to you and say something like, I haven't seen your daughter lately. How is she? Well-intended people and nosy people are really subjective terms. I could ask each of you your opinion on what examples of all of those questions were well-intended questions and which ones were nosy. And I would get multiple answers. It's all based on how you feel about sharing your struggles with others. And it's based on the experience that you've had with trusting other people with this kind of information. And I'm discussing it on this podcast because so many moms have asked me how to respond when people are asking you questions that you really don't want to answer and you don't want to lie about it. If you're an authentic person and you don't want to say everything is fine when it's not, you don't have to. But you also don't have to go in and tell them the full-blown story either. I'm going to be sharing some tactics in a moment. I've also had many moms share that what they have said has gotten back to their kids over and over again. And this is extremely dangerous because it is like the telephone game. Remember that game we used to play where we'd whisper a message in somebody's ear and then they would whisper a message in the ear, in the next person's ear, and so on and so forth. And then the last person repeated the message. It was never accurate. Never. And this is what happens when people tell and retell our story. 
So I just want you to be aware of that, that you could be playing the telephone game. So let's talk about the positive outcomes with sharing our struggles with other people. It can strengthen a relationship between you and this other person. Maybe you share a common bond with them by sharing, and you can build a relationship of trust with this person. Maybe this is your person who is going to be your best friend, that person that you can hang out with, that you can share anything with. Maybe they can pray for you and give you some emotional support. That's definitely a benefit. Sometimes we just need reassuring or we need someone to just listen and hear us. It's possible that the person that you're talking to can provide you with some different perspective because sometimes we don't see what's right in front of our face. They might share some coping strategies that they've tried. They might help with a little insight that we might not see because we're just too close to the pain right in the moment. The other thing that I think is a great benefit is, listen, we all need validation. We need validation because sharing a struggle and having someone validate and empathize with us just makes us feel better. It just makes us feel like we're not alone. And I can tell you, ladies, you are not alone. Every week, you know, this intimate group of women get together and they talk in this group, the VIP-worthy moms, about what is going on in their lives. These are women that don't know one another personally. Like, they, they're not going to see each other on the street, but they've developed a strong bond with one another. And they're truthful with one another. So that is definitely a benefit of being able to talk to someone, is being able to run past an idea, run past a situation, and get a truthful answer back. So let's now talk about the risks of sharing our family dynamic with other people. Well, there's always people that are going to betray our trust. When people share our personal stories with other people, we're, we're going to feel betrayed, especially when it's shared with our kids. And this happens. I hear about this a lot. It can turn into gossip and rumors. And again, thinking about that telephone game. It can start because they tell, you know, one person and that person tells somebody else. And that somebody else may not be as trustworthy as the person you talk to. An outright intentional attempt. This is a risk of using that information to further damage your relationship. Now, I don't like to think about people in the world doing that because I'm not like that. But there are people out there that are like that. And you just have to understand when to share with someone that you trust and you feel comfortable with and when not to share. Another risk is you end up feeling judged by this person instead of supported by this person. Now, this can be twofold. They could be well-intended in their advice that they're giving you, but maybe you're just not ready to hear it. Maybe they're giving you good ideas and you're just not in a place to hear that in the moment, or you had an expectation that they were going to be more supportive. And instead, you feel like they just rain down their judgment on top of you. 
Now, there's also unintentional risks for sharing our family struggles. I see these a lot as well. First one I want to bring up, and the one that I see the most, is that someone tries to intervene in order to help mom. And this really happens with like your sister, you talk to your sister and then she decides to get involved or you talk to your mother or you even talk to your best friend who runs into your kids at the grocery store. Maybe they intervene in order to try to help us, but this can cause a problem because then your kids know that you're talking about them and you no longer can control the narrative of what you are saying. And you should be able to control what has come out of your mouth and what solutions that you want to bring to the table. The other thing is, is that they may unintentionally let someone know that they've been talking to you about the situation. And they can say something as simple as, yeah, I'm aware of that. And then say, yeah, but I'm not going to go into any detail. But yes, I, I, I am aware of it. Again, this upsets the kids. Now, there's nothing wrong with you talking to someone. But again, we, we don't want that narrative to come from the person we've talked to. We want to control that narrative. If we have something to say to our kids, we should be saying it ourselves, right? They could also unintentionally make your pain worse. Now, this is another one that I see a lot. Friends are really great for like getting into the dirt with you, okay? I complain about my kids. They complain about their kids. We just sit there and talk about how awful our kids are. The problem with this is that it elevates the pain that we're going through. It's so much better when we find that person that listens to us and just lets us vent. But when they start saying, hey, maybe your kid's a narcissist. Oh, that's a toxic relationship. And they start putting those words out there. And then we ruminate even more about those words that they're saying. And we start looking up things on Google, right? What is a toxic relationship? What is, what is a narcissist? What's, what's the 10 things that I should look for in my narcissist child. We start to pay attention to the words that someone else is using when they complain with you. Now, there are moms out there that share everything with everyone. And there are other moms out there that tell no one what they're going through, even their closest friends and family. And then there's the majority of you which are somewhere in between, wondering, how should I respond to these questions that people are asking? I'm embarrassed by them. I don't feel comfortable answering them. I wonder why some of them have repeated what I have told them. Here's some tips in knowing what to share and when to share. First of all, if an acquaintance asks you a personal question, it's probably not a good idea to share information with them. If they're diving right into a personal question, I tend to back off of that. And of course, this is your decision. But relationships, for me at least, 
take a little time to build up that trust between two people. I would prefer talking to someone that I trust and I know very well, or a professional. If they already know something, they might be fishing for more information. So keep that in mind. If they come up to you and they already know part of your story and you didn't tell them, what's happening? What is going on? A lot of times that person might even make you feel like you need to defend yourself. This is the worst thing that we can do is defend ourselves against that type of behavior because they're asking the question to fish for information. So anything that we say will be repeated in the way that that person wants to repeat it, not how we intended it to be. They're going to take out of it what their understanding was. They're going to take and communicate that back to our kids with putting their spin on it. We can say something like, I haven't talked to them for a month. And they could turn around and say, yeah, your mom said you don't call. You haven't called her for a month. You see the difference between the two? Maybe they're both the truth. Yeah. But let's control the narrative of our own story. If you're not comfortable with answering their question, then don't. You don't have to answer it. You don't have to say anything. If someone that talks to you frequently about other people, they're probably going to talk about you to other people. Keep that in mind. If there's someone that gossips a lot, they're probably going to share your story. If they betrayed your trust before and it's gone unreconciled, unresolved, it's probably not a good idea to start sharing the struggles that you have with your kids. When you do share, state your needs. What do you need? And it's so easy to say, listen, I do need someone to talk to. I do need someone that I just need to vent to. I would love your support, but I don't need you to get involved. I don't want you to say anything to my kids. I don't want you to talk about this. I don't want you to share this with anyone, okay? Just state that up front, just so that there's no misunderstandings. Because remember, we have some well-intended people sharing secrets out there. They share things because we didn't make it clear that we didn't want this shared. Now, here are just a few ideas on how you can respond if you do not want to share with someone that asks you a question or makes a comment. Here's just a few ways that you can respond to them. Well, you can just change the subject. That's usually a sign. Not everybody gets it. But that's usually a sign. I don't want to talk about this. Then you can just say, I don't feel comfortable talking about this. And just leave it at that and remain quiet and steadfast looking at them. Now, this takes courage, but it's so powerful and it's so much better than taking a risk, sharing something so personal with someone that you don't feel comfortable with. If they know that you're having issues with your kids, maybe it's a family member, and they say something about, have you seen your kids lately? 
when's the last time that you saw your kids, you can just simply say, my kids and I are taking a break and that's really all I'm willing to say. Just that simple. You can also respond if they they know of problems in your relationship with your kids. You can say, I have a great family with great problems like most families. And that's all I can really say. You can also challenge why they are asking you, why they're asking you the question or making the comment followed up by a question. You can just simply say, why are you asking? Again, if they bring up a known problem that you've had or something that they heard from somebody else, you can just simply say, we're working on being better people. And that's, that's it. That sums it up. If they offer help in any way, ask for prayer. Ask for prayer of love, kindness, and unity for your entire family. You get to decide what you want to share and with whom. I want you to have these tools to say no when it doesn't feel right. When that person is just being nosy, Or even when that person, that well-intended person, asks you some sort of question that you don't feel comfortable in answering, give yourself permission to simply say, I'm sorry, but I don't want to talk about this. Thanks for asking. Before I sign off, I just wanted to mention that I do have a free mini course coming up. And I'd love for you to attend. So be checking your email if you're on my email list. Or you can check on the social media. I'll be publishing the information to sign up. And that event is going to be on Thursday evening on March 14th. So if you want to save the date, let's save it at March 14th in the evening. And hopefully we will see you there. If you're enjoying this podcast and finding value in our discussions, I'd love to hear from you. Take a moment to leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. Your feedback is incredibly valuable and it helps other worthy moms just like us discover this podcast. Additionally, if you know another mom that could benefit from our conversations, please share this podcast with her. Together we can create a supportive community of worthy moms. Join me next week for another empowering episode on the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast.